0: Welcome to UC Today. My name is David Dungay. I'm here today with Marcus Schmidt from Intrado. Welcome to the show, Marcus. How are
1: you? I'm great, David. It's great to be with you. Thanks for having us.
0: Excellent. Right. So, Marcus, today we're going to be talking um, about the market in in, in general. There's lots of interesting facts and figures to come out of some of your latest research. Uh, But before we get into that, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself and the business?
1: Sure. Um, again, my name is Marcus. I'm uh, I live in the right in the middle of the United States of America in a town called Omaha, Nebraska, where it's in the process of snowing today, and we're expecting around a foot of snow. So we're super excited about that. Um, I've been at Entrada for about uh, nine years now, um, always in the unified communications and collaboration space, and basically changing roles from time to time between more of a product management focused role to more of a partner management focused role, and today. I'm much more focused on our product management. So I have the privilege of working with a team of folks that leads all of our product management related to our communication collaboration solutions. And that's really what Entrada is all about. If you think about anything related to communication and collaboration, we tend to have a solution in place for that, either stuff that we've built ourselves or stuff that we've done with some of our partners.
0: Excellent, excellent. So um, Marcus, let's, uh, let's look backwards a little bit before we look forwards. Um, the year 2020, uh, probably a year, uh we'd like to all forget but uh from a technology point of view you know this this is the year a lot of businesses um they really progressed their cloud transformation journey and uh, especially when it came to communications so i'd like to get your perspective um how did how did the pandemic drive uh, cloud adoption or that transition to cloud uh from from your side
1: yeah, it was interesting. I mean, it's not necessarily a year any of us want to live again, um, but it was possibly the catalyst that got people to move to the cloud when it relates to communications more quickly than they ever would have been before, right? So it was, that was maybe the silver lining on the pandemic was it got folks to basically modernize their communication and collaboration infrastructure and move it to the cloud. And it's interesting as we were surveying, we, we did a survey of about 300 IT managers in the US and UK. and going into the pandemic 25 percent of them had already moved to the cloud but because of that pandemic another 23 percent were planning to go over the course of the next 12 months or so and only three percent and i'm not sure what's going on with these three percent but three percent say they have no plans to move to the cloud so i don't understand why that is i would think it would be 100 percent would be moving to the cloud but i think the answer to your question is um, the pandemic really caused people to rethink how communication collaboration works and the cloud was the answer to a lot of their a lot of their questions
0: Wow, that that the three percent. I mean, I'd be fascinated to know. You know, what kind of businesses are they running? It's uh, that's that's an, that's an interesting stat. Okay, so um, I mean, looking looking back, we saw March March um, well, particularly in the UK, you know, it was a it was a different time timeline for different parts of the world. But uh, there was the mad scramble, wasn't there? There's was a mad scramble. We've got to get home. We've got to get our staff, our workforce, to set up remotely. Um but in the later half of the year, we saw that that rhetoric really change. Now, I don't know if you agree with this or not, but um, from what I've been seeing, you know, people are really looking to optimise that, that experience, that working from home experience. And that might have been uh, through integrations, maybe adding things like voice to Microsoft Teams and uh, things of that nature. Um, you know, where are you seeing businesses making these sort of tweaks and adjustments to the, the communications uh, setup?
1: I think you're spot on. I think that initial rush was just to get everybody online to be able to do video meetings, right? That was sort of the the initial thing everybody did. And then after that, they started reevaluating what they either had in place or what they could potentially implement. And you mentioned Microsoft Teams. I mean, they had a phenomenally successful year last year. And when we did that same survey of those same IT managers, 95% of them were using Teams in some fashion. So that's fairly significant, right? Um, and 53% of them actually went to move to adopt Teams because of COVID. So I think you had the situation where people scrambled to get something in place and then looked st- took a step back and said, well, what, what options do we have? And they looked towards their investment in Office 365 and realized that Microsoft Teams was right there and it became kind of an easy way to go. But to your point about optimizing it, I think they realized once they got started, okay, it's great for messaging, we can do these meetings, but wait, there's these other things we could do too. Like we could actually add in voice capabilities into teams and we can start to do other deeper levels of communication and collaboration than maybe they were they were planning on doing in the first place. So that's the that's the type of thing I think we're going to see going forward. On that, that same survey that we've been talking about, fifty percent of the customers have added external voice calling already and another thirty two percent plan to do that in the next 12 months.
0: Wow. Well I mean look extrapolating that out, uh, you know teams reported 115 uh, daily active users. Uh, that was at the end of last year. Um, you know, we're all expecting a, a number in in some at some point in sort of Q1 Q2 time, uh, which which we assume will be another huge number uh, for Microsoft Teams. So that is a massive, massive opportunity there. Um, I mean, look, remote working. Have have we conquered remote working yet? Is have, are we there? I don't.
1: I'm. I'm. I think the jury's still out. I think there's a. To a certain degree, yes, right, because of this whole get everybody online, get people used to doing video meetings, get people used to basically having voice over IP calls as opposed to being able to make and receive you know, PSTN calls. But I also think there's still some of it that's kind of elusive, right? I still think that there's a piece of it that even is beyond technology. So you get to the point of, okay, now everybody's working remotely, everybody's working from home well there were there were there were collaboration things you could do that were never really easy to do remotely like all gathering around a physical whiteboard and and doing you know idea generation and idea refinement i think some of that is still yet to be realized i know there's some technological solutions that could solve some of those problems but i don't think people have really started to either embark on those or crack the code on how that's going to happen so there's I think there's a next level higher of communication and collaboration that's still going to occur that people where they really try to say well how am i going to recreate some of the things that i used to be able to do in person and then the other little twist on this is as people do start return to the office you'll have some people that are in the office and people that aren't in the office so how do you make sure that the, the people that aren't in the office are, are not put at a disadvantage because they can't be there in the office to do that kind of in-person collaboration so i, I think we're part of the way there yet but i still think there's plenty of room to go
0: yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, so, I mean, cloud adoption, its uh, it's been happening at an absolute rate of knots. Um, you know, what, what does that look like exactly in your eyes? You know, where, where will companies be looking to gain that advantage uh, when it comes to the cloud?
1: I think it's, it's that moving beyond the basics, right? It's moving beyond the basic video meetings, which, you know, that, that survey we've been talking about, like 98%, I think, was the figure of the IT managers that already basically solve that problem. Like, okay, we've got the the video meeting problem solved. The thing that they're focused on next is really voice enabling as well as contact center enabling. So they're trying to make sure that everybody can make and receive calls from whatever unified communication collaboration tool that they use. And then the the next one is making sure that their contact centers are equipped to work out of the cloud and to facilitate a combination of contact center agents in a facility as well as contact center agents that work at home.
0: Excellent, excellent. So, uh, technology, uh, unfortunately, it's 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 not free. Um,
1: who knew? <laughs> <Unfortunately> uh, <not. laughs> I mean, those of us who those of us who provide it like the fact that we can actually you know not provide it for free.
0: <laughs> well, let's talk about some spending uh, priorities then. You know, where where are the top uh, spending priorities going to be for organisations in twenty twenty one?
1: Yeah, This is interesting. We we surveyed those same set of IT managers, some in the US, some in the UK, and they were very remarkably consistent. Um, the number one thing is we've been talking about is cloud communications. So That's the top of their investment priority list is continue to invest in cloud communications, which is great as cloud communications uh, folks that look at this industry on a day in day out basis. The next one kind of surprised me though. It was hardware. It was hardware like laptops and headsets and things like that. I, I think companies that traditionally had desktops or some other kind of setting and they realized well I can't be transporting these desktops home with people let's equip them with more mobile devices and then um let's equip them with headsets so they can you know make and receive those calls and do that in a in a comfortable way and especially as you know multiple people in a household work from home and do schooling from home and whatever you got to have something that is is easy versus just talking to a speaker on your on your PC and having all that ambient noise come in so that was a surprising one uh, the third one was security. So not super surprising there. As you get people working remotely, you want to make sure that that environment is secure and all that data is secure and all that communication is secure. And then the last two were conference and huddle room technology and contact centers. So we already talked about contact centers a little bit. The conference and huddle room technology was kind of surprising because I think that's, I wasn't really expecting that, but I think people are optimistic about the ability to return to a workplace, to a, to an office. But when they return, the idea of having a really large space probably isn't gonna happen, right? So they're gonna have these smaller spaces for people to, to huddle up. So that home room technology, I think is gonna make a rebound here as we go into 2021.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so um, UCAS, I know part of your research, you know, focused on, on UCAS. Um, you know, UCAS is becoming more complex, or the sale is becoming more complex. You know, w- why is that so complex for customers? And, you know, how, how can we address that?
1: Yeah, I think the complexity has to do with just the number of solutions that are in the marketplace. The market has consolidated to a certain amount, but there's still a lot of different solutions out there from you know, companies like Intrado, from Microsoft, from Cisco, from Zoom, et cetera. Um, I think that the the difficult part starts to get into when you get beyond the basics, like we talked about before. right? You get beyond video meetings and you start to say, okay, now, now I need to get into calling environments and especially companies that are multinational how do I get into the international calling situation and how do I facilitate that how do I get into contact centers as we mentioned even how do I handle my network like how do I handle my my wide area network and how does that get connected out and how does that reach out into people's home networks and how do we optimize that and what does that mean for virtual private networks for VPNs so it becomes a more complicated thing as you get into the different parts of the overall unified communications world um, and that's where I think people are embarking on now, right? They've kind of got the, the basic stuff figured out, and now it's going into the, the deeper end of the pool, so to speak, to figure out how some of these other things happen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned uh, calling environments there. Uh, you know, voice, um, you know, it feels it feels like an, an old tr- traditional channel now. Um, you know, we've got all these other things we were talking before we came on about, a, you know, popular social media. Uh, app application, which is you know an, another means of communication, but you know in terms of voice and the future of voice uh you know what what 's that going to look like from from your perspective
1: yeah i I think you know the the desire of people to communicate verbally isn 't going to go away I think voice has been fused with with video, so people really are much more uh comfortable now turning on their video and having conversations that way. but I think that you know you 're always going to want to be able to make and receive calls to um your your customers, to your business partners, to your employees. So it's how do you get your business connected to everybody and everything? And voice is sort of the, it's the, it's the bedrock kind of foundational technology, right? I mean, when, when VoIP might fail and video might fail and all these other systems might fail, the good old, you know, public switch telephone network, the PSTN usually always works. So being able to make and receive voice calls, I think it's still going gonna, still gonna to be a, a thing that's going to be relevant for a long, long time in the future. The one thing that I, I, didn't think would ever happen for a while, but I think is going to happen now is the demise of the handset. I think the actual physical phone. Finally, the finally, finally the finally, handset's going to die. Yeah, this, this <laughs> is the nail, in the nail in the coffin. I think it's, you know, it's we're talking to VoIP connections, we're putting on uh, headsets, we're using our mobile devices more, you know, that actual, you know, physical handset on a desk, even though I have one sitting right over here, nice Cisco product, but I just don't know that people are going to use them as much as they used to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I um, I couldn't agree more. So, look, Mar- Marcus, it's been really, really great speaking to you. Thank you for joining me. And for those um, viewers at home, you know, we've been talking about the latest uh, research to come out of Intrado. It's fascinating research, full of uh, lots of insights in terms of the communications market. What's what's happening? What's coming? And and how those IT managers are are, are really view their their communication stacks going forward. If you, if you ha- want to have a look at that research, we'll put the link in the in the description. Uh, if and if you like today's video, uh, don't forget to give us a like and a share a share across social media. Uh, without further ado, though, Marcus, thank you very much for joining me.
1: Thank you, David. It was great to be here.
0: And we'll see you next time, my name's David Dungay and you've been watching UC Today.